You're listening to Hump Day News and Rumors on Mousecapades Radio. Get ready for something majestic. The following is an original production of the Mousecapades Radio Network. Happy Hump Day, Mousecapades Ohana. This is Vicki, and I'm here with Stephanie and two of our colleagues from Your Story Travel Company, Chrissy and Gina. And this is episode 528. You are listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Today, we'll be sharing some rumors and news, and then we'll be sharing our four favorite shows, attractions at Disney World or Disneyland that are must-sees whenever we go. If you're looking to reschedule or book a trip, one of our agents will be glad to help. Email them today at info at yourstorytravel.com or visit their site at yourstorytravel.com for your free quote. Well, I don't know about you guys, but I'm getting excited, and I know we don't even get to go this weekend, but this Saturday, July 11th, is when Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom reopen, and then next Wednesday, July 15th, is when Epcot and Hollywood Studios reopen, and as far as we know, at this time, that's still in place. There are a lot of restrictions in place, including temperature checks, and you need to be wearing a mask that is not a guests or anything it is a for sure we have to wear a mask i'm sure they'd be happy to take you to a gift shop or a kiosk make you buy one right yeah or maybe somebody there right on the spot has some disney ones to sell you i don't know how it works but we'll see we're all anxious to see if they're going to have to make other changes or if numbers are going to change or how that's going to work so we're going to have to just see but we will keep you updated as much as we can if there's something that comes out that's huge we will post something in the middle of the week if we need to yeah, super excited with those openings. Yes. I wish I wish I was going, but yeah, we'll 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 watch the videos, right? <laughs> of everybody else. We'll live vicariously. Exactly. So the Washington Post is reporting that Disney is struggling to recover more than spring and part of their summer. July 4th week is usually a really good revenue time for Disney between the parks and with movies coming out and everything else. However, with this pandemic, Disney has really struggled, but we have a plus that is acquiring Hamilton, which came on Disney Plus on Friday, July 3rd. I know some of you guys watched that and are totally obsessed. I can't wait to ask how that went. So Disney gained a lot more subscribers with that news of Hamilton being released. So that was good for Disney. That was helpful for them. Disney's uh, fiscal third quarter ended at the end of June, and it looks that it was far below of $20.3 billion that Disney had made in 2019. So that hurts the pocketbook a lot. So while we aren't sure what exactly will happen it looks like the numbers may go down for at least 12 months maybe even more depending on covid so be thinking of disney that is that's a rough hit to take that is a rough hit now so i know that gina watched it chrissy you watched hamilton as well right i haven't watched it yet okay but but gina did did you watch it once or twice now i've watched it once and then we're supposed to um have like a girls night Tuesday with my mother-in-law and my sister-in-law and my girls. It's up for debate, but I know that my mother-in-law wants to watch it really bad. And I'm if if I don't get to, I'm I think I'm gonna watch it on the drive down <laughs> down to Myrtle Beach this weekend. You could watch it again. Exactly. I, I did not get a chance to watch it, even though I wanted to. That was my intention. But 
we thought Kaylee wanted us to wait for her and she was out of town this weekend. Then when we found out that she didn't want us, we didn't really have time to do it. So we waited for Kaylee and then she didn't get to do it anyway. She was supposed to watch it with her friends. They went to the lake for the weekend. I thought you were going to say that she came back and had already seen it and you guys were waiting on her. Oh, it would be okay if she did. She. Yeah, I got up really early on Friday morning and watched it while the kids were still sleeping. She was posting at like 7.30 her time, which is 6.30 our time. And Whoa. I was like, holy smokes, woman. Well, my husband had to work that day and I was off. So I'm like, oh, perfect time. Kids are sleeping. I'm by myself. She's like, dedication. Did you make popcorn at 7.30 in the morning? No, I didn't. I had I had my coffee and my peanut butter toast, and that was about it. Oh, my goodness. That works. Yeah, we were talking about it last night. Like, man, we really need to watch this. It's so good. And and I've seen a couple of uh, posts on Facebook where people are like, nah, I just didn't like it. I'm like, what? what really? Is you? Well, I did. I saw a couple, too, and they the people that I saw were not happy with the wrapping. They didn't realize that yeah. it was a lot of wrapping. Well, they said they couldn't understand it in the first part. Like, it was so fast. Like, they couldn't understand it. But I, we did um, something at the hospital with Hamilton a couple of years ago. So I kind of knew the background of it a little bit. Cool. All right, Gina is going to keep us up to date on what is going on with Disney transportation now as we embark on this yeah. new reopening. So this is crazy um so the buses um right now are the only form of transportation at disney world property but beginning on july 11th the monorail will be available to the ttc and the contemporary polynesian grand floridian and the magic kingdom there isn't any mention of epcot but however with epcot being open on july 15th that might be added in We'll let you know on Facebook if there's any changes. All three Skyliners will be working to transport from the Riviera and Pop Century to Hollywood Studios and Epcot. The ferry boats will also be available from TTC to Magic Kingdom. There will be watercraft available to and from the Polynesian Wilderness Lodge and Port Wilderness. If you are staying at the Beach Club or Boardwalk, walking will be your only option to and from Epcot. Buses will run from all open resorts to the parks and to Disney Springs. The Friendship and, how do you say that other name? I can never get it right. I think it's Sasagula, but I'm not positive. (laughs) Anyway, those boats and the minivans are not set up to be running yet. And the Magical Express will be available from Orlando International to Disney Resorts and then back. Unfortunately, the trams will not be available, which means you will need to walk to the front of the park or to the ferry. I also did hear, and I don't know how true it is about the minivans, that their contract with Lyft is up, so they might not be coming back at all. Mm. Wow. I did not know that. I thought that was interesting. What did you guys think about the no tram? I think it sounds terrible. That's a long walk. <laughs> it's a yeah, long I did see walking. your face. That's well, terrible. I thought they could at least skip the rows or something. something like a, right. a family and then skip a row and then a family and then skip yeah. a row. That's how I was picturing in my mind. Yeah. It doesn't make sense that they wouldn't have those. Like, I don't see how that's any less sanitary than, like, the monorail. The monorail's closed in, so... Why would they not have the trams? I guess they just need the workers doing other things. I have no idea. I don't know either. I was just thinking, 
What about people with disabilities that can't walk that far? I mean... I hope they brought their EVC. I was going to say they better have their little scooter. Um, and also, what about... So I know they're going to try and disinfect things like in between when, when people are getting off and on. But what about the uh, Skyliner? How are they going to disinfect that? Because that's going the whole time, right? They didn't talk yeah. about it, but Joey had a good point. He was saying, now, I don't know if they have enough cast members to do this, but he was saying when people get off, a cast member could get on and clean it to the next stop sure. so that it doesn't stop the flow. Yeah, and, and then just kind of have every other one filled. That way they're cleaning one and then they can right. clean the next one. Yeah, that would be Joey's exhausting. Like, no, I'm not saying it wouldn't, but he was. I was like, how would they do that? And he was like, well, they could just hop on one and they could clean, you know, because it's just that one family. That is the nice thing. Whoever you're with is who you travel with, your right. family and friends. And so hopefully those people have, you've been with them and you've had their germs, so you're not going to get anything. I don't know. Or maybe they can set one of those. Isn't there some bomb system or something that they can set off? I don't mean a real bomb, but like a... Um, Infecting bomb of something. Thank you. Or one of those lights or whatever, like they have at the hospital where it, that ultra light or whatever. And it kills all the germs. Yeah. I don't know. It's definitely yeah. going to be interesting. I noticed that all the resorts, obviously, they're not all open yet. We know that they go. We have dates for those that Gina gave us a couple of weeks ago up and through October the 14th. So I know that the Skyliner goes to Caribbean Beach, but it won't be open yet. It, sure. I think it opens later this month. Yeah, it opens uh, the, fir the first week of August. I think it's July 29th is when it opens because I have a client that is actually going to be down there. And that's where they were supposed to be staying. And after our time on her <laughs> internal hold with Disney, they actually got upgraded to Animal Kingdom Villas. And mine oh, got nice. moved. Good. And mine got moved to Caribbean Beach. <laughs> so so they were hoping swapped. that the Skyliner will be working. Yeah, I know. It'll be interesting. I just hope that it goes well just because of what they had versus what they're going to have now. We're going to move on or we could just talk about this forever, but I am happy there is more transportation than at the beginning they were saying. At the beginning they were saying just buses and I just couldn't see that when you can only have 28 people on a bus at a time. Right. Well, I have some sad news. The college programs for Disney World and Disneyland have been suspended this fall season. 5,500 college students that were supposed to come to Disney World to work were informed just this week that they won't be participating in the college program. Oh, that's sad. My heart was so sad for them because yeah. I just remember when Kaylee got the thing saying that there was no open opportunities for her to do it. Little did we know God had a job in store for her. But at the time, there were no openings here around in this area for elementary music teachers. And she was wanting to get in and she put her application in and then found out she there was nothing for her availability. They told her to reapply in six months. If she would have got it and then they told her, I think, I can't imagine how disappointed she would have been. Oh my gosh. Right, because you've been spending the last few months getting so pumped for this huge, amazing opportunity and then to hear, never mind, and you d you didn't make any other plans. Yeah, it, and it's sometimes a one-time shot for these kids because they have to go on to different internships or different, you know, this is one and done for some of them. Your sister did an internship, right, Christy? <laughs> she did. She never came home. <laughs> that happens a lot. Yeah, she she's still down there. My brother, he didn't do, he was accepted for the college program, but the times didn't work for him. But he ended up working a summer down there like 11 or 12 years ago. 
but my sister did the college program, did a couple of rotations through, and just stayed on permanently. But just, I mean, even from my, like when I was a cast member, there are so many of the kids I worked with were college program kids, college or international program. And um, Disney uses a lot of them all over the place. I mean, that's a huge part of their workforce. So I'm interested to see how that's going to work. Yeah. With them only opening the two parks, I guess they can float over some of the people that are going to be working in the other two parks that won't be open yet. But once those open, you're right. There are so many college kids there. Maybe they're counting on um, seniors, more seniors working. I don't know. Yeah, but then how are they going to do that? Like, like you're talking age-wise seniors or just people that have experience? Oh, I meant senior citizens that have retired and moved there because I do well, know... Well, because I'm thinking a lot of them are not going to want to because of this COVID thing because they're True. at a higher risk. Sure. You're right. I wasn't so I don't think that's thinking of that. going to quite happen either. Just so many unanswered questions and right. there are more than 5,000 kids who who aren't going to be able to work. And I get it because, you know, they're coming from all over and they're put in close quarters. You know, it's kind of like a college dorm. Right. Just too many unknowns right now. Yep. But some good news. Slitsville is reopening this Friday um, at 4 p.m. at Disney Springs. I haven't been to Splitsville, but I hear it's a lot of fun. We used to have one here in Cincinnati. Oh, really? Mm Mm-hmm. Fun. They closed it though, but it used to be here. There's one in Newport on the levee in Newport, Kentucky, uh, but I don't think it's called Splitsville anymore. I can't think of the name of it, but similar concept. I hear the food's really good. Yes, that's what I, I go always for hear. I food and shopping. <laughs> also, Disney's Swan and Dolphin Resorts are offering a 30% discount to Disney annual pass holders. That's an amazing That's a great discount. discount. So I've not stayed at Swan or Dolphin. Um, but if you're an annual pass holder, it might be a good chance to try. They're beautiful. They're great. Oh, um, they're gorgeous. hotels, yeah. Yeah. Also, Adidas and Disney have released a goofy sports collection of shoes for everyone in the family, including babies. I wonder if these are going to be comfortable because that's a huge thing. Like, I, I love my Disney apparel, especially when I'm at Disney, but you have to have comfortable shoes. Adidas is usually pretty good. All right, good. But I don't know. Maybe if they're fancy, they might not be. <laughs> right. <laughs> no kidding. And last but not least, a Phineas and Ferb movie is set to release on Disney Plus on August 28th. That'll make my daughter happy. I love you Phineas and Ferb. <laughs> I think it has to do a lot with um, Candace, from what I saw on the poster. Another reason to love Disney Plus. Best investment. Yes, <laughs> Best absolutely. I've ever spent. Yeah. I was going to say, I worry that they'll try to raise the price because you're getting so much for your money now. I hope not. There's so many of us on there. I think they can afford to do it this way and still make a buck. I Although think. hearing about all of those losses, they <laughs> this is true. Woo! <laughs> they may have to hit our pocketbooks to save their own. I don't know. Yeah. Right. So this Friday, I didn't hear anything about this until today. That's what I thought was interesting was that there was a glitch in the Disney system. And so, and I'm not a pass holder, so this may be why I didn't hear anything. Disney pass holders that usually pay monthly for their pass um, were accidentally charged one lump sum and it was pulled from their accounts. 
Ooh, that I would hit that. hard if you live paycheck to paycheck because if you weren't expecting this, because that's a large amount of money. Right, and a lot of people are upset because they were saying it was going to take seven to ten days for them to refund their money. And I know some of the pass holders, they were able to get refunds or they were able to suspend their payments um, earlier in the spring when COVID hit and the parks were closing. Some of those people are still waiting on refunds from that. So not only did their accounts get hit this weekend, but they're waiting on refunds from like April Ooh, on crazy. some of those annual passes. This so is when crazy. it doesn't pay to be a pass holder, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and this weekend was a horrible weekend for that to happen. You know, the holiday weekend and, and a, lot of people know, a lot of travel. people are out of town. Sure. Or just blowing a ton of money on fireworks. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. I'm not going to cover this whole thing, but I want to talk about how the European Union released this week that they are not reopening their borders to the United States. They opened to 15 countries, but they've decided that they're not opening to us because we have 10 times more of the cases than most of the European places. And so they don't want to risk it, which I don't blame them. I, I was going to say, it makes sense. Now, the United Kingdom did open up back to U.S. travelers, but when they get there, they have to be quarantined for 14 days. Be Who has that kind of vacation time? So what's the point time? of going? Right. <laughs> they have to be quarantined for 14 days before they can go and do anything in the UK. So I think don't go to the UK or out of the country for right now. I think just stay safe. Maybe that's more so like for long distance relationship type, like people who are, okay, well, I go for a month or I go visit my um, my grandchildren or, and, and you know, you kind of self quarantine when you get there anyways. So maybe that's kind of why that rule is. I don't know. I was wondering that also. I do know that Boeing sends a lot of their workers to the UK, so maybe they can just make sure that they're there quarantined and working. I don't know how they can do it, but anyway, hmm. interesting concept. Well, I have some shopping updates. Um, who's a Hocus Pocus fan? Anyone in here? Me, Anyone? me, me. Vicky is. Chrissy, oh, but not. No, Gina says no. Gina's a, nah. No. I well, never really got into it. We can do some pre-ordering. Um, as of July 4th, you can now pre-order the Hocus Pocus board game. So get in some good old family time for board game night. You've got to go on Amazon to make your pre-order. Um, it's based off of the Disney movie Hocus Pocus, and you can pre-order it through July 26th. And then um, next we also have Disney released a uh, four different sets of Christmas ornaments this week as their Christmas in July kicks off. I love Christmas in July. We did that last year. It was a yep. lot of fun. <laughs> um, each set is going to cost you $44.99 on shopdisney.com. The first set is vintage styles of Mickey, Minnie, Goofy, Donald Duck, and Pluto. And the second set is based off of Jungle Cruise, one of my favorite rides. And it includes the attractions sign, the tiger, the safari camper, up a pole, a rhino, and an elephant. Then the third set is Lion King, which includes a Lion King sign, young Simba, Timon, Pumbaa, and Rafiki. And then the fourth set is Toy Story, which includes a wood block with the Walt Disney World icon on it, Rex, and the alien Forky, and a ducky bunny duo. So which set would you be ordering? Well, all of them, but... <laughs> Chrissy's got them all. <laughs> Chrissy and Sean. I ordered some Jungle Cruise and yeah. Toy Story. I actually 
ordered some new ornaments. Shop Disney put out a bunch of the storybook ornaments today, and I already ordered some. Aww. You did your Christmas shopping in July. For there me. You go. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> For yourself. Hallmark <laughs> movies and the radio stations all are doing Christmas right now. Are they really? Yeah. Well, I haven't been in my car very much, so. <laughs> me neither. So I was a little disappointed when you were reading the Toy Story because I just kind of expected Woody and Buzz to be in there. I know. I was thinking the same thing. I mean, I understand Toy Story 4 had Forky and the duck and the bunny, but weren't Woody and Buzz like originals? Right. They're know. the main characters, basically. So I guess we can probably buy those, I'm sure, individually. Ask Christy. She, she's one with the Disney shopping com. <laughs> she <I> knows. Favorite. <laughs> I think she just knows the ins and outs. Or I just shop a lot. all right so uh, the construction walls have been put up and they've started on gideon's bakehouse at the landing of disney springs it is going to fill the spot where rustic cuff used to be which is a pop-up jewelry store that it opened in february and it was it was only intended for a part-time anyway so now they're replacing it we don't have any opening dates for gideon's bakehouse as of yet but we do know that it will be open for the end of 2020. Um, it's located across from Jack Lindsay's Hangar Bar. Um, Gideon's will also have unique cakes and cookies. They will have a large line of iced coffees, including their original peanut butter coffee. Hmm, interesting. They have many signature cookie flavors, including their coffee cake cookie flavor, as well as they will have their hot cookie hour each evening. Each cookie and tall cake slice is nearly a half a pound. Um, Gideon's will have many more cake flavors for their yummy double ice cake. That has my interest. Well, they've been selling the cookies at the Polite Pig at Disney Springs. It's that like half pound double chocolate, triple chocolate chip. And that's amazing. Like we went there two summers ago just for the cookie. Hmm. You have to get there early because they would sell out. I'm sure. So I'm really excited for the bake shop. Did they sell them warm too? Oh yeah, yeah. Ugh. Like fresh. Now I want chocolate chip cookies. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Or you could go and buy it, take it back to your condo and heat it up in the microwave. (laughs) Might not be exactly the same, but it sounds good. But they are delicious. I do want to say that of that article, I felt really sorry for that rustic cuff business. Because they opened in February and then the pandemic yeah. hit in March. Yeah. yeah. So they probably didn't get nearly the sales that they thought they were going to by doing that gig. I'm really surprised they just didn't keep it around and like move it somewhere else. I mean, honestly, maybe they weren't doing that good of sales anyway. And so they just decided to pull the plug. You never know. On Friday, July 3rd, Disney cast members returned to work in preparation for the reopening. Tuesday, July 7th, the Disney cast members will be back at Animal Kingdom in the Magic Kingdom practicing for reopening. As we talked about last week, annual pass holders that made a reservation will have a sneak peek at these two parks, July 9th and July 10th. The Disney cast members will be able to practice on the annual pass holders because they haven't been doing their job since March 15th, which is almost four months. Just like the guests, cast members have temperature checks, they have to wear masks, and they will have to pay attention to the social distancing signs. There will be plexiglass between them and the guests for everyone's safety. 
they will also have personal protective equipment kits and the cast members are just as excited as the guests to hear that Disney World is reopening. And I bet some of them are more excited than we are even. Mm-hmm. I mean, they get to go home every day. <laughs> I wonder if some of them are nervous too, though. Oh yeah, sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. I mean, I'm nervous sometimes just when I go to physical therapy. Of course, I wear my mask the whole time, so. I just keep wondering if they're going to end up pushing this back just because the high numbers in Florida right now. I mean, I feel like it's too late for them to push it back. It's so close, but could it happen again? That's what I'm thinking. Like I, I heard on the news this evening that Miami, restaurants in Miami are now closed to in-person dining. Like you can't go into dine, so I don't know, you know what happens if the rest of the state follows suit. Definitely going to be interesting. Aye, aye, aye. I mean, I'm kind of nervous about going back to school in the fall. Right. <laughs> We're excited and nervous. So for the last few minutes of the show, or the last five to ten minutes or so, we are going to talk about our favorite four shows and attractions, not rides, but shows or attractions that we feel like are must-dos for us or for our family when we go to Disney or Disneyland, Disney World or Disneyland, depending on who's been where. Some of us haven't been to both places yet, so we look forward to that for another time. But I'm going to kick it off with Steph and let her tell us her show slash attractions and why she picked them. Okay. And as I start this, I want to say I did take fireworks and parades out. Those are other amazing, like they're my all-time favorites, but it really made it unfair to every other non-show or attraction because then I would just talk about all of these awesome parades and the fireworks uh, shows and then I wouldn't get to get to anything else. So I took those out and I kept it just other non-ride type attractions. So did you guys do the same thing or? Yeah. Okay. Okay, good. Um, So I am going to start with one that Nick got me on and Vicky, you as well. And I don't know if you have this on your list um, or not, but it's the Tiki Room. Every single time I am at Disney, I go to the Tiki Room. My kids love it. It's just nice to kind of go in and cool down. There's never a line. So you just walk right up. There's not much of a wait and it's fun. It's catchy. It's super cheesy. But for some reason, I just love going to the Tiki Room. My next one is It's Tough to Be a Bug. And I actually have seen a lot of people hate on that show um, because they aren't expecting some of the stuff at the end. And I think it's hilarious. Like I have my young children in there and I make sure that they sit on the seat. I'm not gonna spoil the surprise or anything, but there's a few little surprises in there and I wait for them to, I I watch and I'm waiting for them to squeal and to yell and to jump. And I think it's so funny. So I love going to see It's Tough to Be a Bug and I just think it's really well done and it's always caught our attention. Again, another place to go and cool down in that heat. Um, then I've got Mickey's Filler Magic, kind of the same the same thing of we like those 3D shows um, and it's just the music is great. Um, everything about it is fun. You, if you get your Mickey, <laughs> you've got to have the Mickey. And then my last one is Festival of the Lion King and that is my favorite. 
out of all of them, that trumps everything. Um, that show is incredible. If you have not seen the Festival of the Lion King, you have got to go see it. It is something you can get a fast pass for, and I kind of recommend getting a fast pass for it because it does fill up. It is very popular, and getting nice seating is very helpful. But they have it's it's kind of like a Cirque du Soleil almost, where you're in a round stadium type seating or well, bleachers, but it's it's round and they're they're coming out and they're performing right in front of you in this like circular arena and it's really, really neat. I absolutely love the Festival of the Lion King. So those are my four. All right, my four. Um, since I couldn't put the Wedway People Mover as <laughs> technically a ride, it's more of a an attraction for me, but my next favorite one would be Carousel of Progress. It, to me, that just screams Walt Disney. Agreed. And the song is in your head all day. <laughs> I can honestly say it was played at my wedding reception because we're nerds Aww, like that. That's awesome. <laughs> but I just, I mean, it needs to be updated for sure, but sometimes it's fun to watch it and like, dang, that's what we thought the future was going to be. <laughs> <laughs> right. Or that's kind of what it was. My next one, it's kind of tied because to me they're kind of the same. The American Adventure and Hall of Presidents are both favorites because I'm just a big history nerd. And I love um, the audio animatronics of American Adventure. It's, in, it's a good place to cool down and learn a little. I know you're not there to learn, but it's the history nerd in me coming out. It's a nice change of pace, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, you're, I wouldn't take little, little kids to it like your kids would be. But Michael appreciates it. And I've made him go since he was like four. <laughs> oh, you're going to go and you're going to like it. But he did. He's a big history nerd, too. So we both like that. My number three is probably one of my favorite attractions on all of property is Phantasmic. I just remember seeing it when it debuted you know, 20 plus years ago at Disney World. I haven't seen it at Disneyland. I heard it's amazing out there too, but it holds a special place in my heart because I worked there for a while and I can still recite the show. <laughs> so it's just one of my favorites, just the whole story and, and seeing Mickey at the very end just always brings a tear to my eye. And then my number four, um, hasn't changed in a long time, but it's still good. One man's dream. I like to cool down, take a break, look at all the artifacts. Right now it's the closest I can get to the archives. So good enough for me. Those are my four. Since The Hunchback's not a show that's around anymore, that would have been number uh, one. I didn't even ever see that. Me oh, neither. It's worth a YouTube. Oh, well then I will do that because I'm yeah. really getting savvy with my YouTube lately. Yeah. I would definitely <laughs> catch the pre-show in the show on YouTube and pretend that you're there. That's what awesome. would we do without YouTube? That's right. All right, Miss Gina, you're up. So mine are all from Disney World because I've never been to Disneyland yet. Yes. I'll get there eventually. That's right. right. <laughs> but I try to think of like the must-dos whenever my family goes. And number one on my list is the Indiana Jones stunt show. I have loved that show since I was a little girl. And it's just something that we always do when we're there. And yes, it's the same show over and over again. It's so good. <laughs> it's different people. 
they have different people out of the right, audience. right, right. Um, and then another one that we go to, and it happens to be at Hollywood Studio, is the Muppets. We always do the Muppets. I love the Muppets. You know, and I, it's so funny because you know when it comes out, I'm always like, <laughs> you know, pulling my head back because I'm afraid it's gonna hit me in the nose, but I know it's not. It's right. so funny. 3D Muppets, 3D. They do such a good job with all those 3D shows. I know. They do. So the, my next one isn't really a show. Um, my family really likes to do the Splits Family Robinson Treehouse. Um, Abby likes to go through it and like give us a tour and pretend it's her house. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> cute. I love that. It's awesome. <laughs> but it's just, I mean, it's, yeah, you know, a lot of people think it's boring, but it's just something that we do when we're there. And my all-time favorite is the Liberty Square Steamboat. I mean, it's technically gotten on a ride, even though you ride on it, you know, it's just kind of cool. I like to uh, take pictures on it because there's some really good views of um, Frontierland. Yeah. And also you can get good of the um, Haunted Mansion. Right. And there's some really good views of What's that one mountain ride that's there? Big Thunder? Big Thunder Mountain. Yeah, Big Thunder. I don't know why I couldn't think of that. But you can get some really good views of Big Thunder on it. And it's just, it's kind of neat, you know, just to do it. Now, I, like, back in the day when I was younger, I we really did go on a steamboat out into the river in Nashville. So I guess it kind of just reminds me of that a little bit. Nostalgic. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I know, it's kind of, they're kind of boring things, but no. it's just something that my family my family always does when we're there. Hey, mine were all very kitty, but I have small kids, so right. that's what we have to do. Mine that's what we're very history with. nerdy. We all have our thing. I don't know if it'll be this year or not. That depends on you and Betsy, Gina, but I would like to do this with family Robinson House. I did not get to because my knees were so bad, but I didn't want my family to miss out because everybody kept telling them, I can't believe you've never done that. I can't believe you've never done that. So. The three of them went up and took tons of pictures for me to see, but there was just no way I could make it. And uh, so I'm anxious to wear, it may not be this year, but maybe it'll be next year when I have two new knees and I can go up in there and see. But the pictures that they took were amazing. And I know that Nick likes to go up there at night and look down like when they're doing a show or fireworks. He likes to watch them from there. My favorites, this was hard. I was trying to pick one from each park, but... You guys said some of the ones that we love too. So I tried to just pick some that I thought maybe you wouldn't say so that we would at least have some differences to talk about. So the Country Bears Jamboree, which I know you guys and all the listeners that have been listening for a while know is one of our favorites that we have to do just because it is Walt. And that it reminds me of my childhood, Country Bears on Ice. I know people have heard me say that before. I know that's crazy. The funny part is, to me, it really is more like Brad's growing up time. The Country Bears Jamboree reminds me of his hometown when we go there. But I don't know. I just have a nostalgic memory for that. And we do have to go to it and torture Joey every year. We told him he can go somewhere else. And he's like, no, I have to go to Tiki. You know, I have to go there. You guys are going to go to Tiki Room. Well, just like Stephanie said, you just love the Tiki Room. You just have to do that, too. So... I also said phantasmic like Chrissy did. I don't necessarily cry Chrissy. Well, I'm already crying, I guess. When Mickey pops up, I tear up when that steamboat comes around the oh, corner yeah. with all the characters in it. And if you've not watched it and you don't want to be totally 
blown of this surprise, I would definitely tell you to watch it on YouTube, both Disney World and Disneyland, because they are both great and different in their own perspective, just because... Similar, but different. Yeah. They're just a little bit different. Kaylee wanted me to see that because she had watched it. And so we watched that one time. I didn't put anything for Epcot. It's not that I have anything against Epcot, but I went with two at Animal Kingdom that I always want to do. And that's Finding Nemo the Musical, which you guys have all seen. And it's just people with colored bodysuits on and these huge puppets. And the first time I went in there, I thought, oh, this is going to be terrible. But it's not. You forget those people are there and those puppets, they come to life while you're in there. And the performance by those people is just amazing to me. The dad, as far as many times as we've seen it, which is probably 10 or 12 at this point, has been the same dad, to my knowledge. The voice has never changed. The guy looks the same. Glasses and everything, it's the same guy. The other ones have changed. uh, Still been fantastic. But I just, it's amazing to me how they do that, what, six or seven times a day? And over and over and over, but it's also so fun to watch. And then, like you said, Stephanie, Festival of the Lion King. It so is, good. Uh, from what I hear from everybody else, it's the closest thing I'm going to get to seeing the Lion King on Broadway. Yep. Or at the Fox Theater here in our state. You know, I've seen uh, the Lion King at the Fox, and oh, you? I think this is better. Really? Yeah. That's pretty impressive. And maybe it was because I had my kids there with me. So I, it was just like this, oh my gosh, look at what's happening right now. But, that happens. And we were we were closer. We were like right up there instead of way in the back seats at the box. But I right. loved Festival of the Yes, it is an amazing show that everybody should definitely see. Thank you so much to Gina and Chrissy for joining us this week. I believe Gina is going on a vacation, so she will not be here next week. Chrissy, I can't remember if you're joining us next week or not. I think it's Sarah. I think you're joining me two weeks from now, if I'm not mistaken, Chrissy. Or joining me and Stephanie. Excuse me, Steph, I didn't mean to leave you out. (laughs) That's okay. If you're interested in becoming a guest on our show or you have a question or a comment, you can simply email us at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. Or if you'd like to book a trip or just want a free quote, contact us at yourstorytravel.com. You can check us out on all of our social media accounts, yourstorytravel.com, our Facebook page, The Mousecapades Podcast, and our Twitter page, Mousecapades Pod. And be sure to listen to Friday's show. This Friday, we actually have Vicki and Brad. Brad is going to try to stump Vicki with fact or fiction statements about Disney. You are not going to want to miss that one, so we hope that you will play along with her. As always, thanks for listening to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Well, girls, I think it is about that time. Disney love. See you real soon. Peace, love, and Mickey Mouse. Have a magical day, my friends.